0: This happens every day. I mean, think about the number of the millions of people who are in exactly this situation on this planet right now. And how many of them are saying, well, this isn't what I want. This isn't a relationship that's nourishing me. But what if I can't do any better? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. When things get difficult, the ego will steer us away from our next step or halt us completely. Religion promises spiritual experience and attainment without the difficulties, but that ends up usually being a false promise, unless you're just lucky. The path to spirituality is one that can only be experienced firsthand. It's a journey into the unknown. It requires us to get out of our own way and trust the outcome, Without having control. And that's why real spirituality is largely unheard of. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because I'm here to help. And with the right tools, I think anybody can solve their problems and grow and become better as a result of them. I share parts of these webcasts and the courses that I teach on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening on an Apple device, you can open the podcast app, view the full description of the show, of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. I'd appreciate that. It helps uh, other people find this show who might be looking for it. And I would love to have you as a member. If you're a longtime listener, this may be for you. Give it a shot. In fact, you can try it for 30 days risk-free if you want. I'll give you, If you try being a member for 30 days and you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. So give it a shot. Take a risk. See what the outcome might be. Okay, thanks for listening. Let's start the show. But it's not an easy path. And uh, that leads to another thing I want to talk about related to spirituality is because the ego orients towards spirituality as what's in it for me. When it gets difficult, or even before it becomes difficult, the ego will tend to protest and steer away from the next step or halt altogether. And this is why, I forget who said it, was Joseph Campbell? I'm not sure who said it. Uh, someone said, uh, religion is designed to prevent the religious experience, which is sort of a, a play on words. It's more accurate to say religion prevents the spiritual experience, but in religions, they will describe religious experiences such that the prophets had or saints have had. And, you know, the, the religious figures like, um, Certainly the major prophets, Muhammad, Jesus, Moses, Noah, these kinds of people, certainly the Old Testament prophets, but even the more modern folks like St. Francis of Azizi and um, Mother Teresa, and you know, the, if you look at the stories of these people, they have real crises that happen in their lives, Joan of Arc. They have real crises. And are delivered through intense difficulty to deeper connection with spirit. And then what a religion typically does is sort of package that up and promise that kind of um, transcendent experience or ecstatic experience or whatever it is with all of the comforts of home. Right, like, well, you just go to this building every Friday night, every Friday afternoon, every Sunday morning. Pick your religion, and you know, do what we're told, and read this book, and follow these rules, and you will be delivered unto X divine. Well, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. It's the spiritual path is a embodied lived unprotected kind of experience it's filled with the unknown and uncertainty and risk and difficulty something as simple as doing what is right even though it may go against your immediate self-interest that's a spiritual thing Uh, making a decision from your heart, even though your mind says, what are you doing? This is insane. In short, it's doing what you're guided to do from love, from the desire for connection, from, from your soul that doesn't always make sense immediately to the rest of you. And that's really what spirituality is about. It's about, from my perspective anyway, it's about embodiment of your soul as a human being. That's what spirituality is about in clear and open land. And that's what splits the difference between the loss of the personal that is typically viewed in in universal spiritual domains where the edict is, well, in order to be spiritual, you have to lose the personal versus anti-spiritual domains that says, well, I don't believe in the spiritual, you should just be a person because that's what you do experience. What includes both is the embodiment of your soul, which is individuated and also not. It's both as a human being. What is it to embody your own universally connected soulfulness that is also full of individuated features? Every soul is unique and has personality even in it, characteristics, attributes, history. What does it mean to express that soulfulness as a human individual? that's the both and you see that's is the soul is has one foot in the universal and one foot in the individuated what would it mean to express that personally when a soulfulness expresses personally it's automatically healthy because the universal connectedness of soul is not prone to egoic vicissitudes. The, the ego is by definition contraction from soul. The ego is, it's not really right to say it's not soul, um, but is a contraction from, it's not an expression of soul. So this is why uh, in the Zen tradition in awakening, you can sense that people who are post-awakening, wherever they are on that journey, they have a soulfulness to them there's a depth there's a insight there they don't seem as easily distracted by content or confusion but why is that is because it's a, a, a greater amount of soul coming through their personality their individuality than the average person so that's the a kind of spiritual authentication process that happens when you invite and go through the paces the process to bring more of that soulfulness into you which is actually what you are anyway but the 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 challenge of real spirituality is that, of course, that this is a deconstructive process, not a constructive one. So when the ego says, what can spirituality do for me? The orientation is it's saying, well, who I am is mostly pretty good. I like this me. Now, what sort of powers, features, abilities, skills can I add on to it that I can get from spirit and using it as a resource in that way? But that's not how it works. How it works is the all of your soulfulness, all of that divine energy, that divine love is already right there. It's right behind the pile of rocks that is the egoic structure. So it's like imagine a pile of rocks sitting on a geyser saying, How do I? Harness the the power of this geyser and use its you know uh, the force of it for hydroelectric power or something. How do I? How do the the rocks are saying? How do I use this? Well, you you can't use it. You're the very thing in the way of it. And the rocks would say, "Well, if I get out of the way of it, then who's going to get to use the power of it?" Yeah, you're. You don't get to know that in advance, do you? There's no way. So you are to make a pun stuck between a rock and a hard place because the rock says, "Well, I I can sense all of this power and I want it, but me using it limits the flow of the power. Me being here, and but you're saying I need to get out of the way. But if I get out of the way, well, what's going to happen then? I can't imagine a life where I'm not sitting right here where I've always sat. To which I would say, Yeah, that's exactly." the rock and the hard place that you're in, that one day is going to force you to get out of the way. Because uh, when you argue with reality, it wins every time. But as Byron Katie says, only always. So that's the, the, what the leap of faith actually is in spirituality. Is not the leap of faith to believe in something that you have no actual experience of, which is how religion sells it to us. That's not what the leap of faith esoterically is. The leap of faith is any moment where you get out of the way, even though you don't know what's going to happen, and trust the outcome because you trust the process, because you trust the soulfulness, because you trust the divine. Because you trust whatever that process is, you know, like, um, you know, seed in relationships all the time, people are stuck in long-term relationships that really don't nourish them and don't show any signs of getting any better. And they may be in a financial situation or advanced in age. And they think, well, I could leave this relationship, but then what? What if I can't find anyone better? What if this is the best I can do? This happens every day. I mean, think about the number of the millions of people who are in exactly the situation on this planet right now. And how many of them are saying, well, this isn't what I want. This isn't a relationship that's nourishing me. But what if I can't do any better? That's the rock saying, if I get out of the way, I don't know what's going to happen. So I better stay put. And that's immensely difficult. And typically what happens is the pressure Of that water coming through and the suffering that it creates when that rock doesn't move, it's going to do something. It's going to cause suffering and and make that person move one way or the other. They may never make that decision, but they will suffer more and more and more because life just knows better. And you probably, all of us know the story of someone who has left such a relationship taken that leap of faith seemingly committing emotional suicide and yet somehow it works out magically they meet someone or magically they land on their feet somehow or whatever, life rewards it but we never get to know in advance so living a spiritual life is that it it's that it's bearing those difficult moments not transcending the personal fears and the personal needs that come to bear in the situation not ignoring those but bringing them with us and surrendering to the outcome that seems to be around the corner but we cannot see but in this in the case of this example of a person leaving a relationship isn't it that the person's needs are actually driving the action right they're they're saying this is not the mate that i've dreamed of it's okay but it's not great and i'm worth greatness or so I think, so I'm going to jump this ship and throw myself into the ocean, even though I'm hundreds of miles from shore, and it feels like certain death, but maybe another boat will come along. And I mean, those are the kinds of decisions that radically change lives right we hear about them all the time there are these amazing amazing things happen in those moments because there's an investment of personal needs and a surrender to a divine mediated outcome to me that's what spirituality is it's that's right in the middle that's as opposed to using this example as opposed to saying uh, this relationship isn't working for me but I don't know if I can do any better so I'm going to become a monk or a nun that would be a repressing of those personal needs which is tempting but that's uh, I would say in this day and age it certainly depends on the person but in many cases that's, that's a safer route isn't it? I'll just give up entirely on figuring out how to relate with a romantic partner Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.